Hello friends and welcome back to Swimming and Singing. I'm Sarah Nelson, a certified yoga therapist and yoga teacher working online with people who think they are too tired, too busy, too anxious, too old, or in too much pain to do yoga. I use the traditional practices of yoga along with modern technology to help you create a more easeful and joyful life. If that sparks your interest, head on over to my website and grab the free guide to creating a yoga habit for exhausted perfectionists. The name of my podcast comes from a beloved poem written by Gregory Orr and is a reminder that some days it's all we can do to tread water and then other days there is room for joy. This podcast aims to share practices for both types of days. The Swimming and Singing podcast is brought to you by the Homecoming Online Membership, where I help people just like you find more calm, ease, and joy amidst the ups and downs of life. Let's get to it. It's been more than five years since I worked a typical 40-hour-a-week office job, but I still clearly remember the feeling I get on Sunday afternoon. It felt like a pit in my stomach combined with anxiety and dread. I didn't even really know what it was about, except that clearly it had to do with the weekend ending and the work week starting. And I liked my job and I liked my coworkers. And I still experienced this every Sunday. I think you know what I'm talking about. Well, times that by 30 days and you have the month of September. For many, many people, September is this transition month between the activity and freedom, the barbecues and trips of summer, and heading back to, quote, real life. Even when you work through the summer and don't take time off for vacation, you still will probably experience what I lovingly call the September scaries. And you guys, this is a real phenomenon. I first realized I wasn't the only one experiencing it many, many years ago when I read a blog post by a woman whose depression got so much worse in September, every September. I've also seen this um, in my own private practice working one-on-one with clients, via yoga therapy, fall comes around and mental health issues that were kind of hidden over the summer uh, poke their head up. You can Google September sadness, September anxiety, or September blues, and you'll get results. September is a challenging month for mental health. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be but you need to start preparing for September now. Basically, you need to do summer differently. As I mentioned in my summer slowdown episode, the combination of air conditioning and capitalism has created toxic expectations for summer. For those of you Gen X and older, Think back on your childhood summers. Summer days were so fun, 
but they were mostly unscheduled and unstructured. It's kind of a rare day where we were maybe going to a water park or a game or something. I would get up, I had some cereal, I played with the kids down the street, I definitely watched some TV and ate some watermelon, and there were times in the day it was simply too hot to do anything other than sit near a sprinkler or lie in the shade. And for me, that would be probably reading a book. These slow, relaxed days living in tune with nature made it so I was actually excited to go back to school in the fall. Summer had gotten a little boring and I was ready for something new. But somewhere along the way, we've given up the idea of the lazy days of summer, the dog days of summer, and created a frenetic schedule, both for ourselves and often for the children in our lives. There's a tendency to burn through summer like an out of control wildfire. Like if we don't suck up every drop of nectar from summer, we will regret it the rest of the year. There's very little time spent resting, even when there isn't adequate nighttime sleep happening. So we get these long days of sunlight, we don't sleep as much, and then we don't rest during the day. Instead of heading into fall refreshed, many people are heading into fall completely burnt out. Cue the September scaries. If you have a tendency towards anxiety, depression, chronic pain, or overwhelm, the chances are good that it flares up in September if you don't take time to rest in the summer. If this year you'd prefer to do things a little differently, I have a few suggestions. So number one, create unstructured time in your day. Now, it's entirely possible you can't do that during the workday, and that's fine. You can make space before or after work. But here's the thing, don't have expectations for the unstructured time. Allow it to unfold and be what it wants to be. Maybe it's lying in bed, doing some breathing and stretching one day, getting out the art supplies another day, taking a leisurely stroll on a different day. And maybe it's a nap. Allow it to be what it wants to be. No expectations. Number two, say no more often. It's okay not to go to every barbecue, every ball game, the karaoke night. Even activities that are fun contribute to the frantic pace of summer that leads to burnout. With each invitation you receive, take a pause, look at your schedule, and decide if you can really make that work or if you're just saying yes because you think you should or because you don't want to disappoint someone. Protect your unstructured time. Number three, find your minimum daily requirement of movement, stillness, and connection and commit to it. 
sometimes we think that if I can't do a full yoga practice, whatever you even imagine that is, then I might as well just skip it. I'll, I'll do the full practice tomorrow. Well, that's just not true. Anytime you can spend a few minutes checking in with yourself and noticing what your body, mind, and spirit needs, it's beneficial. So take a few minutes and ask yourself, what is the minimum amount of movement or stretching that creates enough ease in your body so that you can feel your best? How much stillness, quiet, or focused attention allows you to calm your mind and put things in perspective? And what activities create a sense of connection and support from nature, the universe, divinity, whatever supports you? Once you've got your answer to those three questions, try to work those activities into most days this summer. And the days you don't work them in, do not give yourself a hard time about it. Know that you can do it the next day. I will include these three questions in the show notes, as well as these three, these three things that I'm suggesting. So these three things, one, create unstructured time, two, say no more often, and three, commit to your minimum daily requirement of yoga practices. If you do these three, three things, you will be ready and refreshed when September comes around instead of crash landing from a frenetic summer. If you could use some support with your minimum daily requirement of yoga, head to the link in the show notes and get yourself on the homecoming waitlist. I'll be opening up the membership at the end of this month with a special birthday celebration um, for my 49th birthday and a little something extra for folks on the wait list. So I'll open it to everyone. There'll be a little bonus for, a, for uh, the folks on the wait list. The homecoming membership has recorded practices ranging from 10 minutes to over an hour, practices that can be done in bed, on the floor, in a chair or standing, practices that focus on movement, stretching, stillness, and contemplation you will definitely find what you're looking for. Unless what you're looking for is a power yoga practice with a focus on how the bodies, how the poses look, how your body looks, and gritting your teeth to make it through. And finally, a heads up. There will be one more episode released in July, and then I'll be taking a pause. Expect to see swimming and singing back in your feed in September with a new name. So if you're a subscriber, you won't need to do anything. Just watch for Homecoming, the podcast in early September. Until next time, keep swimming and keep singing. <laughs>